All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Bonus podcast, just me, Nathan, yapping at you, giving you something to listen to on your drive over the weekend, whenever you want to, because we generally only put out one episode a week. So bonus episode in case you feel you're missing out uh, on your Idiots on Parade content. So this one uh, is about Jordan Peterson. Uh, Jake and I have discussed Jordan Peterson in the past, but this is a long-form version of my thoughts on the guy. And I've sort of called it another clickbait article on Jordan Peterson because basically anyone writing about Jordan Peterson these days is looking for clickbait. They just want people to have an opinion. You, you love him, you hate him, and you just want to read the article so that you can either get angry or agree and say, yes, um, that's, that's what's going on with the guy. He has some ideas, he spoke his ideas, and people either like or hate him. And I, I don't know if I like or hate him. I, he's just a dude doing his thing. So here are my thoughts on Jordan Peterson in a piece I have titled Another Clickbait Article about Jordan Peterson. Here's a paraphrased story. I went to my son's hockey game. It was a tight game, but they eventually lost. After the loss, I noticed one of my son's teammates throwing a fit. He was pouting, slamming his stick on the ground, and was loudly complaining that they got robbed, that the refs were horrible, and that the refs had it in for his team. The boy's father approached him And instead of telling him to take the loss with grace, he told his son, you're right, the refs were against you. That man fed his son's ego. And that is not how you raise someone to be a good person or a person of character. It's a good story, and it's difficult to take issue with that message. The tale I just told comes from Jordan Peterson. Now, you might be thinking, but he's that misogynistic anti-trans person I've heard about. How can he say something reasonable? That's a fair question. Let me build up to the answer. A couple months ago, I had no clue who Jordan Peterson was. Many people didn't. He exploded into the public consciousness seemingly overnight. And when that happens, people react quickly. You take sides. You love what's happening or you hate it. I've seen Peterson toasted as humanity's savior and demonized as if he were Milo Yiannopoulos 2.0. I saw some pretty rough ideas and quotes attributed to him, and I have to admit my initial thoughts tended to drift to the negative. Then I heard him speak. Not in a six-minute heavily edited piece possibly put together by someone with an agenda. No. I listened to Jordan Peterson on the Joe Rogan Experience. The interview was around three hours long. This wasn't a tweet or a soundbite. This was an in-depth, who are you and what do you believe, interview. Now, did I agree with everything Peterson said? No. Did I like much of what he said? Yes. Am I going to dismiss everything he said because of the few things I didn't like? That's the kicker. My answer is no. In today's world, however, I'm supposed to say yes and discount the whole for the sum of the parts. We live during a time where if you disagree with one thing someone has done or said, you have to denounce them completely. 
We are supposed to take sides and form teams. People aren't allowed to be independent in thought because that signals you haven't committed completely to your tribe. It's funny, meaning sad, in a way. Consider how popular the musical Hamilton is. One of the last lines is the Aaron Burr lament. I should have known the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me. Audiences' hearts break when they hear that line. And then they go back into their daily lives and anger tweet at people they disagree with. The problem with taking sides is that people are complex creatures. On Twitter and in the comments section, we pretend life is binary, this or that. But in reality, we all exist in the gray. Everyone has a blend of ideas about life, and it's difficult to find someone you align with 100%. If you try, you'll go mad. My wife and I don't agree 100% on everything, but our differences allow us to grow and learn from one another. And chances are, you hate Jordan Peterson because of something you saw or heard out of context. You read a report about his supposed stance on a transgender bill, or the fact he said the reasons for income disparity between men and women is complicated. Maybe you heard the words forced monogamy and reacted to them and or believed someone when they told you forced monogamy meant making The Handmaid's Tale a reality. Look, I'm not here to defend or explain anything Jordan Peterson has said. That's not what this is about. But I wonder why today it is more important to throw the baby out with the bathwater than it is to examine a situation fully and completely before making a decision about someone. Are you going to argue that Jordan Peterson's belief that losing with grace helps to build character is bad just because you disagree with something else he said? If that's the case, then you have the issue, not Peterson. You're a living example of the forest for the trees argument. We live in a world of sound bites. Everything is hyper-edited and clickbait. This celebrity said this horrible thing. You click the article, and it's usually innocuous. Rob Schneider has been in the news several times over the past couple of years for comments he's made. The problem is, when you hear Schneider give a long-form interview, something he's been allowed to do on Adam Carolla's podcast, you find that he is, in fact, saying nothing outrageous. He's speaking paragraphs, and what happens is, those paragraphs get turned into sentences that sound horrible out of context. In fact, and I'll probably get mocked for saying this, the copy guy is a pretty smart fella. And I'll tell you what, if you don't like that example, if you don't like the Rob Schneider example, think back to the small, poorly thought out cancel Colbert movement. Stephen Colbert is near universally considered intelligent, inclusive, and a champion of equal rights for all. Yet when he mocked racist attitudes, he was lambasted on Twitter because of a snippet removed from the entirety of his words, which was then used as an attack against him. Moving on. You hear the phrase liberal media when the mainstream media is discussed and you hear right-wing media when talking about Fox News. The problem is, all media is ratings-driven. Neither side is trying to inform you, they're selling to you. Look at the recent case 
of the soccer team in Thailand trapped in a cave. Over the course of two days, I saw the following headlines. Headline number one, boys trapped, it could be months before they're all freed. The very next day, the headline was, first two boys rescued, all to be rescued by the end of the week. Back to back, the first story said they wouldn't be rescued for months, the second story had the rescue already underway. The first story was designed to scare. This rescue's going to take forever. It draws you in and stirs up your emotions. And yet the very next day, rescues were taking place. The reporting wasn't about information, it was about eyeballs, as is most media. So, that said, the next time you read that Jordan Peterson, or anyone for that matter, has said something despicable, don't take the small quote as the whole picture. There's an old saying that if you give a person enough rope, they will eventually hang themselves. Over the course of the three-hour Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, you're probably going to hear Peterson say something you don't like or necessarily agree with. But are you going to extrapolate that moment, that sentence, that idea, and focus on it? Or will you digest it along with the rest of what he is saying? It's like hating your steak because the parsley was bad. That's what the media does. It focuses on the parsley and tries to manipulate us into doing the same. Maybe next time you hear a disgusting quote by someone, question it before believing it outright. And if you still don't like the person, think back to Aaron Burr's realization. I should have known the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me. Because right now, the case seems to be that the world is only wide enough for those who feel the exact same way about everything. And that's not a fun place to exist. <laughs>